The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. To that end, we're incredibly excited to welcome our new general manager, Nick, to the Houston Texans. Nick is widely considered to be one of the most well-respected and successful personnel executives in the National Football League. He has over 20 years of experience building and sustaining championship-level teams and is committed to winning. Nick is intelligent, an incredibly hard worker, and believes in doing things the right way. That, among so many other reasons, is why he is here today. And I'm sure the question is everybody sits out there today, what is the vision, what is the plan moving forward for the Houston Texans? Our goal is to build a program that centers on being selfless, willingly accepting challenges which we unquestionably will face and have faced and will continue to face each day. Always put the team above yourself. Nothing is, nothing will be more important than the team. Others before self, team before I. That will be the mindset and that will be the expectation for everybody that walks into the building on a daily basis. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? And T-E-A-M. That's what it's all about. Hey, let's do this. It's a Friday, Friday on the Blitz. Diabolical. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday. Getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Partying, partying. Partying, partying. Fun, 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 fun. Looking forward to the weekend. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. All right, The Blitz is on for a Friday Friday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Fowler, the Rona Free Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Rabel, the Voldemort. If you want to get in today, 713-780-ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776 can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A-J is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And it's a Friday freaking Friday, man. We're going to have fun. You know why? Why, Because I don't have the damn Rona. You don't still have the Rona anymore. <laughs> and I'm still the happiest person in the world. So well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, even though... We got to watch the dog and pony show today. Who was the dog? Who was the pony? Um, Pony. I don't know. I don't know how I would rank them. It seems like the... And I don't mean noble steed type pony. I mean like, like my jackass. little pony. Like my little pony. Like the brony thing. Oh, I thought you meant like a... Uh, or jackass. Like yeah, a donkey. Like, yeah. yeah. A, a that dog, would be A cow. dog and donkey show. Well... By the way, Nick Sharara needs to he needs to save all of that audio about uh, from Cal yeah. talk. Like, remember when uh, when Trump said, "AJ, you've become very famous." AJ, you've become very famous. I have to tell you, and we we use it all the time now because it's just funny because he doesn't he doesn't use last names and like you would think did Cal McNair forget Nick Casario's last name? Like, imagine having like a really public press conference 
a big deal. Everybody's watching. All the press is there, and they say, I'd like to formally introduce our new GM, Nick. Nick is very intelligent. Like, in what setting do you like? Do you formally introduce someone without <laughs> saying their last name? That's very odd, is it not? Am I the only one who caught that and, and thought, well, that's that's weird? Uh, I don't know. I'm working with AJ. Ladies and gentlemen, AJ. No, I'd a- like to Aaron. formally introduce <laughs> AJ. Like, that's just that's not how you formally introduce someone. No. No. Nick. And then he's like, <laughs> Nick is intelligent. He's hardworking. Like, Nick Sharrarot needs to save all of yeah. that audio. Yeah. And anytime, like, Joel or Charlie are questioning something he's doing, just play it. Nick is very intelligent and a hard worker. Like, that's that's all you got to play. I mean, hell, if if, uh, if Cal McNair thinks it, who are, who are Joel and Charlie to tell him otherwise? Well, I have a lot of uh, a lot of thoughts. Um, the one that, the one thing that kept and I've I've really tried to give Cal McNair the benefit of the doubt because you know how much I respect his parents, and I, I think both his dad and his mom were were wonderful people. Well, she's still around, but wonderful people who wanted to win. Uh, and I always had kind of a negative impression of him. You know the word that kept popping into my head as I was listening to that crap today? Buffoon. I mean, there's just no other way to describe him. Because it, yeah, he's like trying to make jokes that aren't funny. He's acting like everybody's his buddy. And they're all asking him, like, dude, what the hell? And, you know. And Bringing he, up the ice bucket challenge with Brian T. Smith? What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what the hell? And... Uh, <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, now Casario came off pretty sharp, but you know, so I, I mean, I'm still. Gonna... I, I never questioned that he like he's a sharp guy. Yeah, like th- that was never in doubt. But, but is that enough to like? Basically, like he he tried to just unbleep the whole situation by saying, "Look, this is the guy you'll ask questions." Like they yeah. say. Hey, Cal, your organization's been lit on fire and burned to the ground in the last six months. How do you explain some of these things? Blah, blah. Like, Deshaun Watson hates you now. What do you, what do you, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, here's our new GM, Nick. He'll answer all those questions going forward from now until eternity. Take it away, Nick. Yeah, well, I, I think you'd rather have him out front than Cal. I think, well, I think what we've seen, every time we do see Cal McNair speak, you go, oh, well, now I kind of get why he just doesn't speak. Like, he just hides in his room and, you know, collects his money. So, who's better, or I guess worse, at visibly reading cue cards while talking to a camera, Cal McNair or J.J. Watt? Because J.J. did it during SNL, and you yeah. could tell. You could watch his head move, like the little dot well, bouncing Cal just on had the a, he just had a script. Like, I mean, it was yeah. Well, it was no, because you obvious. could tell he was waiting for them to turn pages on cue yeah. cards at one point. Uh, Nick is really smart, and oh, 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 excuse me, oh, oh, that's very funny. I made a funny, oh, 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 uh, and yeah, I'll go back to the Deshaun Watson thing where you tell the guy he's you're going to talk to his guys, and then Cal kind of addresses that by saying, "Oh, we told, you know, I knew what he was thinking, so we we'll to make a decision based on that." He's our quarterback. <sighs> God, this is so much fun. This is so much fun. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, what are we going to do with these guys? This this is they've made they've made the off season entertaining without a draft pick. I'll I'll give them that. Yeah, I mean, they've given us something to talk about. Yeah, because yeah. normally, yeah, you're right. With no draft picks, we already would be saying, well, I guess let's talk about the Rockets today. But there's no uh, there's no need to do so. Uh, it's would it be the worst thing in the world if we never heard from Cal again and let Casario run the team? Granted, he makes good decisions. Yeah, I mean, I again, he came off pretty well. I still uh, I have a lot of issues with this hire and the way it was done he may turn out to be fine um you know he was a lot more honest about things except for the whole team thing and oh jesus easter bee's my best friend Woo. we're gonna walk hand in hand through nrg with our poodles <laughs> yes but um you know other than that i mean i thought i thought he was actually pretty honest with the in open for a change which is nice but i still didn't hear anything about okay what are you going to do with the salary cap problem well yes you did Nick is going to fix it. <laughs> but he didn't answer that. Look at it. It's Dr. Nick. He'll <laughs> Very fix everything. Nice. Very nice. Oh, man. The comments, if you watched it on the periscope of it, oh, my God. It was just delicious of how many people were saying, <laughs> F you, answer a question. Please, just answer any question. Give me a real answer. <laughs> well, I guess we learned that uh, Jesus isn't going anywhere. No. That guy's that guy's part He's of the organization, in, man. I told you. And the other news that kind of got lost because of of this press conference was Matt Eberflus basically saying, "I'm not interviewing with you clowns." And I think it goes to two things. One, he's looking at this organization, going, "Let's see, they've got a guy who is clearly a divisive figure in the front office, yeah, who will will stab me in the back as he apparently has stabbed everyone. Uh, we've got an unhappy quarterback." What what do I want with this mess? I'm going to get to interview with the Chargers. I might even want the Jets before the Texans. That ought to tell you something. That'll tell you. That or he knows what I think we all know. They've already got their mind made up on the head coach, which is why there was no Eric Bieniemy interview or anything like that, and that it's a done deal. And it's either Brian Dayball or Josh McDaniels. Now, I know you said yesterday you don't like the idea of, of Brian Dayball anymore because it's, a, because it's a good old boy system. It is. But what we can agree is you certainly like the idea of Brian Dayball more than the idea of Josh McDaniels, right? Like, if you're going to hire one of the good old boys, he's the one you would have to prefer. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I just want to make sure you weren't going like that wild. No, no. I mean, to me, the, a McDaniels hire would be the worst possible scenario, worse than Bill O'Brien. Okay. I, I, well, yes. Worse than Bill O'Brien. As a head coach, yes. What uh, about Adam Gase? That would be, that would be worse than Bill O'Brien. Well, it, would it be worse than Josh McDaniels, though? Um, I'm going to go with yeah. I think, I think, think so. It, I think yeah, it would yeah. be. Uh. So you're saying it's not the worst? No, <laughs> it's not, but it, it's, you know, but it, it gets back to the whole hire your friends thing, which is my issue yeah. with, with Dayball is that, okay, well, you're going to bring in. Yet another one of your guys, and, and uh, of of the ones, and I I don't really consider him a patriot guy anymore, because he has been enough other places, but he hasn't really been successful until this year. So maybe, you know, maybe that'll translate. Maybe he's become a better coach, and I, I don't really want to disqualify him for that because I'm saying the same thing about Joe Brady, who who has a smaller resume. So that that I want Joe Brady. So I'm okay with uh, you know, if that's the direction they go, but I think. You know, stop pretending, and that, and that's the thing. They pretended like they were looking for a GM. Their mind was made up all along. Yeah. 
And if you've already got your mind made up on a coach now, just stop pretending. Just say, you know what, we, we've got a guy in mind. We've got to wait till the season's over. And people asking about uh, happy hour. We're, we're, we don't have enough people right now to do happy yeah, we're hour. we're on a hiatus. Yeah, so we're taking a break uh, because basically I think there's about five of us in the entire building right now. Yeah. So, you know. And also, I'm the only one who hasn't got the Rona, and I'm not trying to get it. Yeah. Oh, Aaron, Aaron hasn't got it either. Yeah, Never mind. you two guys have been. But his wife got the, they got the vaccines because his wife's an astronaut. You got the vaccine? Yes. Damn. Which, by the way, I found out something about the vaccine today because I had a doctor's appointment as well. And the doctor had, the doctor's gotten the vaccine. You get two shots. Yeah. And the first shot apparently is like a primer. And then the second shot is to make sure that the vaccine worked. Yeah. Which means basically you're going to get sick. Which, uh, yeah, well, what I've been told is that the first one makes it feel like you have a bad hangover. Which, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, we can handle that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'll take it. This way asked, do you think you had a false positive or it ran its course? No, it ran its course because I had two positive tests. Uh, I went back after the first one to get double checked. And so I had two positives and then a negative. And you know what? I don't care about those two positives. Screw them. <laughs> Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number if you want to get in on a Friday Friday. And I hope everybody has a great weekend planned ahead. It's going to be nice and chilly out there. I don't know how, about how much outdoor stuff's going to be going on. But uh, uh, the, boy, the, the Texans have made themselves a topic all week. And uh, I, I really wonder if... You know, we talk about the coaching stuff. I, I like Matt Eberflus. I think that would have been an I interesting hire. Uh, he's an up and coming guy. You say it would have like it's like it's not a chance in hell now. Well, no, it's obviously not a chance in hell because he told him no way. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of candidates telling him no way. Uh, you, you, and maybe you're going to be stuck with one of these out of work guys because that's the best you can do. Well, that yeah, and maybe it's a good thing they interviewed Marvin Lewis. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that may be what you get because. Uh, but yeah, when like, but that's the thing when you when people start to see what your organization is like. Matt Eberflus is. Listen, if the worst thing that happens to Matt Eberflus is he goes back and coaches another year in Indy, he's probably okay with that. Yeah, yeah. But because he he's he'll still be a candidate next year. But that tells you a lot when there are guys who are going to be like, you know what? I'd I'd rather you know, and I I'm pretty sure Matt Eberflus did interview with the Jets. I'd rather interview with the Jets or stay a DC then talk to you about your head coaching position. Yep, yep. That's a- alarming. Maybe is the word. I, I don't know what the way, it, but it's, it's not good. I think it, it sends a pretty clear message. So uh, he's going to play. He's plans to interview on Sunday with the jets and the chargers on Monday. 
And the Chargers job is the one you want, I think. Uh, Chargers, Char- Char- Chargers and Jags are the yeah. two best jobs. I mean, if you want one, you can go in and win now. The Chargers. It's, it's the Chargers because Agreed. they're close. And Even, they've got a tough division, but, yeah, but it, it, you've got you've got what looks to be a franchise quarterback. Uh, you've got some really nice parts on defense. Yeah, that, that's a that's it's a slam dunk. So I don't blame him, and maybe he. But again, I think if it gets back to they are everybody already knows that the Texans have made his uh, made their minds up. Then why are you wasting my time? Yeah, you know that would that would be like uh, if oh I I was. Uh, not working here anymore, and, and 610 called me for an interview, and I knew they were hiring you. Did, I, I would just say, why, why am I even going over there? Uh, does this, does what's happened, you remember the other day when we, we ranked the head coach openings, and I said I didn't really want to rank them one, one to six, but I did rank them in three tiers. Yeah. And it was Chargers, Jags, Falcons, Texans, Jets, Lions. In the last two days, has that changed? Yes. Is it now, I, I a, think the Falcons in a middle tier by themselves? Yeah, I think it's Falcons, and then it's, and Texans and Lions are kind of the same disaster. Yeah. So, is either way you got a quarterback and nothing around him, and you know, I, in bad front offices. But yes, I I think that the and I I reserve judgment until people tell me what they are. I think we finally know what Cal McNair is. I think we've finally seen this play out over the last few months. He's and, a guy who can't remember people's last names. That's what he is. Nick, you're the best. Nick. <laughs> So I'd like to formally introduce my new co-host, Fred. Fred, tell the audience about yourself. Well, then, like he's like, well, T E A M. Then he's like, well, first of all, my name's Fred Fowler. That's my last name. I do have one. Uh, passed down from my parents. Like, it's just an odd. <laughs> I, I can't get past it. That's just odd that you would formally introduce themselves by introduce someone by their first name. You know, when I do a wedding ceremony going forward, and at the end when I say, "Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to formally introduce you to Mr. and Mrs. Blank," I'm just, just going to say Mr. and Mrs. Jason, or just say Mr. and Mrs. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. yeah, that's it, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. and Mrs. Tom. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Oh man, and or just say I'd like to introduce you to Jason and Becky formally. <laughs> and people are like, "Wait, don't Jay, they were always Jason no, and Becky. Nothing's I, changed." No. I'd like to formally introduce you to Nick and Jack. And then say Nick is a Jason is a very smart guy. Uh, he works hard. He recited everything I told him to. Jason's going to be a great husband and uh and really Becky over here is solid too, and we like the direction Jason and Becky have us going in. <laughs> Capital T, capital E, capital A, capital M. Oh, I thought it was going to say now, were there, capital R, capital were S. There S at the periods end, the in between all of those, just out of curiosity? No, it's just one big word. Uh, okay. Just Hyphens, check. I think. Ah, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Have any other co- so now we know it's not Matt Eberflus. We know it's not Eric Bieniemy. Has anyone else come out and said, yeah, not for me? Not that we're aware of. Okay. But you know, like, you know who's starting to build up some hope right now? Wade Phillips. Yeah. I just want you to know I'm happy to be a head coach again. Just waiting for the right opportunity, you know. Look at my defense. This the first year I'm there. Switch to a 3-4. 3-4. Turn you right around. So, yeah, I'm pretty pretty excited about the opportunity heading my way. Well, We don't know that it's heading your way. Everybody else passing on it, so it's going to head my way. All right. I don't mind Jesus. Yeah. 
He, he can go in there and preach all he and wants. And you know, like, the, the guys who are, you know, like the Marvin Lewis types, uh, you know Jim Caldwell. These guys are like, what am I going to do? Am I just like, I guess I'll take it. I mean, what, what what's my other options here? Oh, he boy. He's got to take it. Honestly, you know, it'd be funny if they've decided that it's Brian Dayball. And he says, hey, you know what? That Charger opening looks a little bit better to me. Because I think he's going to interview with the Chargers, too. So, 713-780-ESPN. And yeah, no happy hour. I know uh, some of you are joining us late. Going, oh, where's happy hour? It's, well, there's nobody here. <laughs> we're, we're in a ghost town right now. So, uh, just, just on hold until we can, uh, you know, until we want to be around people again. That's all. Um, one thing I wanted, I wanted to get to, and I know uh, Aaron has the audio of this because Mike just asked about it. Uh, what's your take on the build the wall reference? Let's, let's, let's hear the build the wall reference. Right now we have a vision of, if you will, if you follow me for a second of a wall, we're going to build a wall. <laughs> and maybe you've heard this before, but it's going to be brick by brick. We're going to pick up a brick, put it down, put it down in the right place. Put the mortar around it, make sure it's set, make a great decision. Then we're going to go to the next one. And it's going to be day by day, making great decisions, getting this thing exactly where we want it, knowing that we're not far off from where we were. And um, I tell you, it's a great day to be a Texans because this, this is a big brick. This guy sitting next to me, Nick Casario, has extreme competency. Um, and we'll work together, we'll cooperate collaborate, cooperate, and that'll get us uh, the fastest where we want to get to be is by, by doing all that. And before you know it, you'll look back and we'll have built a substantial brick wall that we are all committed and uh, proud of. It's a great day to be a Texans. Is it collaborating time? <laughs> yeah, I think We're we should build collaborate. the wall. We have no choice. <laughs> okay, so who's paying for the wall? Oh, Texas fans. Build that wall. Build that wall. Build that wall. Oh, now, are we keeping the bad hombres in or out with this wall? I mean, they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins and his baby mamas, so the the hombres are getting out. (laughs) Oh, my. But, uh, yeah, yeah, build it brick by brick. And, okay, I don't understand the wall analogy. I, 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 I know I'm not the smartest guy. I know I'm no Cal McNair. I don't get the analogy. Help me out. I, I, I don't have it. I mean, I guess you like, you're like you trying to say we're going to build this organization from the ground up, piece by piece, brick by brick. I almost feel like you can't use build a wall anymore. You can't. For anything no. other than, than that. Like, build that wall. I know. Build that he, wall. Like, he took it over. and that like So now anytime you say it, there's no, like, there's no other context other than... We're going to build a wall. Uh, it's just it, that's like you could say we're going to we're going to build this thing from the ground up. We're going to rebuild. Uh, we're going to build a, a shiny castle. You could say that. And, uh, you know, there's sort of an, an implication that the, there will be walls around the castle. So you could say it like that. And with a would, moat with sharks yeah. with lasers on their heads. But when you say we're yes. going to build a wall and, he, and then he says, you may have heard that before. Well, build that wall. Yeah, build that wall. We've heard build that, that before. Wall. 
Just not in, in like the context of that saying has been changed forever. It's no longer like we're going to build this organization. Like now, it's something different. No, uh, no fault of of President Trump's. That was that's no, no. I mean, he just took it and it took off, and that's his thing now. But now it's just it's a it's of no use to anyone else. James, is- like you know when the, the term serial killer came out, you know who was really upset about it? Serial. Yeah. Uh, they were like, wait a minute. I know it's spelled different, but it sounds just like us. Like General Mills and Kellogg's were like, hey, hey, what the hell? Like, what's Raisin Bran have to do with it? And then they're like, we need to change this. And they're like, it's too late. It's taken off. And they're like, oh, well, all right. Now I guess we're just going to have to bet. Like, now it's just weird, though. James on the Twitch says, Fred, did Cal build that wall behind you brick by brick? (laughs) Uh, If if this is his wall, I got some news for you. Uh, We're going to build the wall. We have no choice. uh, This thing... Just I, well, it looks nice, and you know it brings out my color. Uh, it's not the most sturdy thing in the world. In fact, it's not even a real brick. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to you know, give away too much here, but you could punch a hole through it pretty easily. Even I could, my weak old ass. All right, and then we'd have to call Allstate to get new windows in here. Yeah, man, and I'll tell you, I as someone who's put them in my house, beautified my house. Uh, it, it looks, it looks incredible. The process was great. The customer service was great. Uh, and it was a fair price. And not only that, I'm saving 40% on my electric bills, which is just awesome. I used to walk in my bathroom in the morning and my feet would be really cold because my drafty ass window would be letting a cold air into the, into the bathroom all night. Now I walk in barefoot. I feel great. I'm not worried about a draft because there's no draft. It's it, they killed it. They, they're draft killers there. Uh, guys, check them out, please. If you're in the market for windows or siding, they're very fair. They've got great specials uh, all the time. They're running specials. 25% off all window packages right now. They've also got discounts for first responders, for military, uh, for veterans even. for uh, for a ca- There's a cash discount if you want to pay it all up front. You want the best rate? Call Allstate. Allstate Siding and Windows, 832-204-1936. That's 832-204-1936 or AllstateSidingAndWindows.com. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Jay Club's asking, what are you drinking, Falcon Seattle whiskey? No, I am drinking water. No, no happy hour today. Uh, so we on the text was asking, am I doing horse picks for Sam Houston this year? Yes, we got it worked out yesterday. They will be on the tracks website. And if you go to the track, it'll be, uh, you know, you'll be able to pick up a tip sheet. But if you want them, just go to shrp.com, go under handicapping. And, you know, assuming they're, they're, uh, 
scrambling here a little bit at the beginning of the meet, so I don't know if they'll be on there, but I'm not putting them on uh, on Sports Map this year because it's too much work. But uh, and it's already on their website, but they will be there, and I'll do write ups for like the big race days. So uh, I, you know, I, I honestly I would have done one for today, except I had no idea we were doing business until yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so, which uh, I'm happy. I mean, I, I'm I'm really glad that we're uh, going to stay in business with them. We're going to get out there for some road shows, uh, including one later this month. Uh, you know, everything permitting, of course. I mean, we're you know we're going to monitor stuff very carefully but uh yeah it's it's uh they're they open tonight and a couple of races i really like tonight so yeah go grab those picks uh 713-780 espn 713-780-3776 uh buddy craig shelton i know i'm totally out on the houston scene so pardon my ignorance but who was that clueless jackass on that audio where do you study optics 101 what a clown um you know i've offered this before to the Texans, I'll offer it again now. Uh, I know you have a PR staff, but if you want somebody who will uh, come in and, and coach Cal up on how to not look like a buffoon, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to do it. You know, I don't think anybody's using that. Though. I don't know if anybody's taking you up on that, though. No, they, well, they should. <sighs> I'd, I'd at least, I'd at least have him coming off as less of a. He's like he's like a uh, hick Chewbacca. <laughs> Texans. Uh, did you read Total Dallas's uh, comment on Twitch? Remember no. How Joe Pesci used playing cards to describe bricks. Oh. Bricks ain't always what they seem to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, listen, I, and I know he's he's basically. He basically misspoke there, and we're just kind of making fun of him for it. So, I mean, it's not like the end of the world. It's like he's actually out building a wall. It just it just goes to show, again. Imagine that's what he hired him well, for, though. <laughs> like, like he's, yeah. And Nick is out there now with like a, uh, a trowel and like a wheelbarrow, and uh, I mean, he's just stacking bricks outside NRG. Like, there, you know, there's construction, and we needed somebody yeah. to build the wall brick by brick. Well, shout out to Astro's guy on Twitter who sent me this video from Joe Brady talking uh, with Kristen Balboni back in May of 2020, this might be a hint. You know, to me, you know, I think there was there was a quote that that coach utilized, and I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it a little bit, but it was it was if you lay a brick every single day, don't think about building a brick wall right now. Lay a brick every single day, and eventually you look up and it'll be a brick wall. Hmm. Curious. A brick wall. A brick wall. And he did interview already, right? Yeah. So, I wouldn't hate that, but I, I, I got a feeling that's that's not who it's going to be. No. So, uh, D, from the, D, as uh, Nick C sounded really intelligent, almost like there's no way he'll work here in the H. You just mean Nick. Nick, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Let's not it's not Nick crazy. C. We don't use last we don't, we don't need to drop a C in there. We don't even use letters. We just say, yeah. formally introduce you as Nick. Okay, so how do I refer to uh, Jesus Jack now, though? Just Jack. Just Jack? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I'm looking, How great would it be if, like, on inauguration day, they're like, and now we'd like to formally swear in the 46th president of the United States, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and the hoe. There's so many great ways to make fun of this. Like, 
I don't. I don't know. I haven't heard anyone else making fun of this uh, on Twitter. Like it seems like that would be. That's all I targeted in on. Like, how do you formally introduce someone as just their first name? I'm never getting over this. Oh boy. Um. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. What number. if Goodell starts doing that with uh, the first pick in the NFL draft? The Jacksonville Jaguars select Trev. Trev. <laughs> Come on up, Trev. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Trev quarterback yeah i think that's the way you should go oh. <laughs> oh man too much fun the uh, uh here's there's some kind of semi-breaking news cowboys uh whack whack mike nolan and jim tom sula yeah and that defense wasn't very good no uh it, it's i guess it's hard to to make an argument for him right um. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the guy's a good coach, but they were they were awful on defense. And to be fair, I mean, they had a lot of they had a lot of injuries. A lot of things didn't go their way. Yeah, and and some signings that they made in the off season that I thought were going to work out didn't. Although Alden Smith did give him credit for that, but they also, I mean, it just was a disaster. And but hell, they finished tied for second in the division. Yeah. Yeah. What's the big deal? Um. Colts would have killed the tie for second in the division. <laughs> Colts did get second in the division. I mean, the Texans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, they did. They killed Bill O'Brien. Well, that's and they true. killed their. They killed off their fan base, and now they're trying to kill their quarterback. Which they tried to do physically on the field. Now they're trying to do it mentally. So, uh, <laughs> total Dallas here to announce the first pick in the NFL draft. Roger, Roger, come on up, Roger. Love it. I have to with a really good question. What if Deshaun tells Cal it's him or Easterby? What's Cal's move? I love Jack. I love Jack. <laughs> Think about this. The Ravens, they tied for second in their division, and everybody's happy. Yeah. Uh, the Browns tied for second in their division. That like This is the best season they've had in 20 years. The Cowboys, they're firing all their coaches. Tied uh, for second in the division. You gotta be kidding me! Only one game out of the division championship, too. It's unfair. Come on, Fred. Mike Nolan is not a good coach. Mike Nolan's got a pretty good history as a defensive coordinator. Did Mike league. Nolan lead a defense to second place in the division? Yes or no? <laughs> the answer is yes. But he clearly did not do a good job here and had to go. But that, yeah. that doesn't mean the guy can't coach. I mean, there's a lot of guys who can coach who are getting fired, and there's a lot of guys who sometimes just a matter of you don't have the right personnel and you don't do a good job with it and sometimes these guys have been doing it for a long time keep trying to do it the same way and the league keeps changing and they're not as effective yes couldn't they go ahead and hire mcdaniel now since the patriots aren't in the playoffs yeah they could could yeah that's a possibility but yeah i think uh i think uh I still think it's Brian Dable, and they got to wait till they lose. So John McClain basically said zero chance that they're hiring Josh McDaniels, zero chance that they're trading Deshaun Watson. Of those two things, what is more likely? I think Watson getting traded Ooh, is more likely. Well, because they can say all they want. Oh, we're we're not trading him. He's, he's our guy. But if he starts forcing their hands, I could see it happening. And unlike unlike James Harden, you're going to get a haul for Deshaun Watson. Oh yeah, you know somebody somebody will pay through the nose. Now I don't know if you'll get equal value. 
because who knows what your draft picks are going to become. Well, and who's, who knows what value right. is, is equal on something like that. But you'll get a haul. So, I'll just talk about laying bricks. If I wanted a guy who laid bricks all the time, I'd call up the Rockets for 27 three-pointers. Well played. Well played, sir. All right, we're going to do a very quick break. Please don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Happy Friday, Friday, everybody. Texans sure make it fun around here. I, it just occurred to me, this will be the first time I haven't been at opening day at Sam Houston Race Park in probably 15 years. Is the last eight or nine or so we've done the show out there, and really, I ever ever since we started, I started doing radio. We've done the show out there, yeah. So, uh, and we will be out there a little later this meet, but for opening night, I'll just be sitting at home tonight, betting at home on my bookie. So, um, but yeah, the it, it I, I had a really productive day today too. I, this this whole being alive and having energy thing is amazing. I got two days worth of horse picks done, which. You know, isn't all that easy. Uh, I got a bunch of stuff done on the Sports Map Elite project that I'm working on, and uh, that's you know we're moving forward on that. The goal is to have that ready by March Madness, which I think is is doable. I'd like to have it Super Bowl week, but you know, there's technical things. These, uh, it's you know what IT people always tell. Well, it's technical. You know, that's so that's kind of where we are. But uh, got a lot done, so just feeling great, man. Uh, <laughs> it's overrated to be alive and energetic. No, no, it's not. It, it it's a good feeling. I, I feel like uh, Bill Murray at the end of Scrooged. I want to keep that feeling, and you can have it every day. So, what the hell else is going on in the sports world besides your beloved Texans? We got playoff games this weekend. We do. We got playoff games this weekend. We're uh, you know just a couple days away from deciding a national champion of collegiate football. Yeah. Who would have thought we'd get there? Um, yeah, man, it, 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 there, there's still plenty to, to, to get to. I, and I, I do want to go through some NFL this uh, at some point today. Uh, maybe next segment we can do that at, yeah, at let's, 5 o'clock. Yeah, let's do that at 5. And can I ask you a college basketball question? Oh, yeah. Did you lose a grand betting college hoops last night? <laughs> uh, go ahead and ask it. Yes. Yes, I did. Thank you. Well, I, I was, I was going to ask you about Cincinnati uh, because of their – their game with SMU are they are they any good or is SMU no, just awful? They're not good, and I don't know. Like SMU collapses in that game, which by the way, I was victim to like three of these second half collapses where it looked like there wasn't a chance in the world that they could lose, right? And then they did. Well, the the zag the zag one I saw you tweet about. Oh, that was gross. <laughs> that was gross. at least a push, right? It was a push, yeah. and I got lucky. It was a push because they could. I mean, they they could have easily won the game at the or won. Or, beat the spread at the end but it should have never even been in doubt uh for those who who didn't 
see me bitching about it on Twitter. <laughs> uh, they they were up uh, very, very, very comfortably last night. Up 83-55. Let's do some quick math on that. That's 28 points yeah. with three that, minutes and five seconds left. I'm trying to carry the two there. You, you, you got me too fast. Yeah. So, yeah, 28 points. They're minus 17. So they're they're beating the spread by eleven with three oh five left, and it pushes. And I was lucky that it pushed. Oof. Ridiculous. Mm. Mayo says Hofstra's the one that killed me. Hey, got me too, Bubba. <laughs> got me too. Ask me how Murray State did last night. Another, they were up by like thirteen. Couple minutes left, and they just like it, theirs was really odd because it's almost like they were like handing handing the ball off to Eastern Illinois. It's just, it was a, it was a, and then the, the last play I left off my card was Illinois. Illinois was getting thumped in the first half. Northwestern made two shots the entire second half <laughs> two. So Illinois, of course, comes back and they've got the monster cover. So I, the one that I would have been on the right side of, I was like, nah, I'll leave that one. In. Leave that one on the table. <laughs> Good Lord. It was Ugh. awful. Awful. What's your college hoops question, though? Well, oh, was, about Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. Cause, no, I don't think highly of Cincinnati. I, I think that they, I mean, they weren't, they were due for some sort of a, a bounce back because they've been beyond atrocious. Yeah. Uh, and, and some of those losses, like, really, when it, like, their early losses, Xavier and Tennessee, weren't shocking because those are teams that I, I kind of knew all along Xavier and, and Tennessee were, were better than them. Tennessee, certainly. <laughs> Uh, but when you start losing to, to South Florida at home, uh, you, you start losing to, uh, I guess Tulsa is not awful. They're kind of their peer. You, you lost to UCF. Like, those are the games where yeah. it's like, what is this team? And yeah, then SMU. Tulsa's had, Tulsa's had some moments this year, but they're not, they're not very consistent. But SMU, it's, it's certainly their best win of the year so far. So they, they, they needed it desperately. A win at SMU is pretty big for them. But. Yeah, I'm I'm still out on that team. They've got some some things that are fundamentally wrong with them. Uh, offensively, they they're just ugly. They turn the ball over too much. They've got no one who can make threes. They can't make free throws. Uh, they're gross. I'm I'm out on Cincinnati. <laughs> and for that reason, I'm out. For that reason, <laughs> I am out. Oh, 713-780-ESPN is your number 713-780-3776. Did you see that uh Kellen Mond uh, declared for the draft? Are you, is, does that move him ahead of Justin Fields for second? Well, uh, I mean, listen, we, did you see the last game? Uh, I did. Uh, did Trevor Lawrence win his last game? No. That... Did Kellen Mond win his last game? No, he did. Well, sounds like Kellen Mond should go ahead of Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> no, I don't really, I, I guess maybe I, I'm living in a hole. I never thought of Kellen Mond as a a, a great NFL prospect, like especially a guy that would be leaving early yeah i mean he's, I, I he's guess, a really guess, good athlete but i i, I kind of think he especially with the season they just had and and he he did play pretty well this year for them yeah and i, I i'd come back but i i guess i i don't know i mean it's a i i'm not lance is better at this than i am but i guess just watching him i always just assumed that he would be like He's probably right now a, a mid to late round pick, I, but I might be totally wrong. Like that's just my mind. Like, can we? Can you uh, see if Lance is available? I mean, even to 
just call in for a quick second to discuss this. But, I, yeah, I, I didn't think that Kellen Mond was the kind of prospect that should be leaving early. Yeah, I, I didn't either. I, I just I was a little surprised to see it. But, you know, I, obviously, I, I don't know where he'll rank. I don't think he's anywhere near those guys like even Zach Wilson and Kyle Trask. But if Wilson you're like a fourth Kyle or Trask. fifth round pick, do you, do you leave early for that? I guess if you want to get paid. Maybe, uh, maybe you don't think it's going to get better than this. Maybe. And maybe, you know, I, I don't know, maybe he goes to the combine and impresses everybody. But if you're not a top 10 quarterback in the draft, I mean, the thing I'm looking at has him as the eighth best quarterback. Okay. Behind uh, Jamie Newman from Georgia. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'll, I'll take Kellen Mond over Jamie Newman. But then the guys before that are, uh, yep, you got Lance? Good. Jamie, well, like, Jamie Newman that, that isn't going to, okay. The race car driver? Oh, no, that's Ryan Newman. I think there's a Jamie Newman, too, in there. No. That's why we need Trey. There's a, yeah, there's a Jamie something or other, but it's not Newman. Like, didn't Jamie Newman get benched? Yeah. What, hey, Lance. What, what do I know? What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, we were just talking about this. I don't. Have, I didn't realize that Kellen Mond was the type of prospect that it would make sense for him to leave early. Is I mean, is he anything more than like a fourth, fifth round guy? Well, remember, you say early. I mean, he's been there four years. He's a four year starter, right? So it, it's just um, he's only leaving on time. Okay, so it's kind of like Ellinger's situation. Yeah, 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 and I, I think the NM's probably a. No, no, I think he's. Uh, I think he may have played himself up to third at the highest, probably like fourth. Um, he's a better pro prospect than Sam Ellinger is. Um, I watched him. I wrote him up. I gave him a. I gave him a developmental grade, meaning you know there might be something left to to still develop, and and maybe he's got a little something more there. But you know, it's a six means you're not going to be anything more than a functional starter at best, and and for him, it's not. I mean, he's a career. He's a career backup, but he might have some package options. Um, he might be a fit for an offense that is, you know, geared towards a certain element of a dual threat quarterback. Like an RPO, a pretty ball. I mean, he played better this year, but I don't think I'm not sure a m isn't maybe a little bit okay with this decision, so they can move in a different direction. Same as Texas. Okay. Well, yeah. So he didn't he didn't leave early. He's just going to go try to. I don't know that he could make himself any better. I mean, he, he got better this year. I think this is kind of who he is. What did you think of, uh, on, a, on a different note, what did you think of the dog and pony show today from, uh, from the <laughs> Texans? You know, it would be funny if, if I didn't, you know, really want this organization to be good and this team to be good. It's just so – I really didn't think that it could – I mean, at, at some point, Something's just got to break in your favor. Um, the optics are really bad, but, you know, it doesn't mean that Nick Casario can't be a very viable GM. But, I mean, it, look, Jack is going to come away with this with, uh, I think, potentially. I'm not going to say more power, but he's going to be pretty untouchable. And I think he threw a, a Hail Mary and completed it on Monday. And so um, I just think it's disappointing that this team apparently continues to be run, you know, very very shabbily in a way. Uh, maybe one general manager can change it all, but the Texans right now, after after this press conference, I mean, 
from a weak ownership standpoint, I don't know that it gets any. This is about as this is as bad as I've seen it in Houston. And doesn't mean Cal's a bad guy. Just he has no business running an NFL team. He just doesn't. One, one Cal McNair or James Dolan? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, we still got some time to go for Cal to reach Dolan status. Dolan, that was a while. That's that's been a while for Dolan. But I mean, golly, Dolan's run the Knicks into the ground, and that's been going on for a long time. Now, Dolan, I got to go, Dolan. Are you hopeful that Cal McNair gets caught on tape, like talking to his side piece and using the N word? Like, would that be no, good? No, no, no. Why would you ask that question? Well, I mean, listen, no. it worked for the Clippers. The Clippers, I mean, they made it to the finals. He talked or to a the- woman with, you know, there are those face shields are much more readily available now. That's that true. Crazy woman was wearing whenever she was. Uh, I, I shouldn't say crazy woman, but she was dressing kind of crazy. There was no pandemic, and she was wearing that crazy shield. <laughs> they almost made face, it to the finals. But, uh, I no, I don't think that's going to happen. I do. I don't. I also don't think if he's not inside a little bubble, it can't be great to be Cal. Like if he's got, he's got to be paying attention to some of this stuff. Um, he's going to be paying attention to some of it. it. This can't be a lot of fun owning the Texans right now. Say one more, if you don't mind. Um, Matt Aberflus basically said, bleep you, not interested. Is that because he's looking at the, this front office mess and saying, and you're pissed off quarterback and saying, you know what, I don't, I don't want any part of that? Or is that because they've already got their mind made up on who they're going to hire and there's no point wasting time? Oh, well, I think Chris Bauer has a lot of respect for, uh, um, for Nick Casario and thinks he's easily the best GM the Texans have had. That's not a long list. but um, So I don't think Eberflus would have, I think Eberflus would not. I don't think he'd have a problem with Nick Casario necessarily. The Jack thing is probably a big problem for him, and just the way that the the building is. Yeah, when you say front office, like the building. Yeah, I think that's a concern. The bigger concern is the only real selling point to Houston at this point is Deshaun. That's what everyone. Anybody who tells me that this is actually a really good job, they base it on Deshaun Watson. Well, now what? When that one thing that you base everything on. It's not a good roster. They don't have a first or second round pick. They don't, they're not in good cap situation. And their two best players have short-term, high-dollar contracts, basically, with, with uh, Tunsil and, and Watson. But what's the selling point now if, you think, if you're a head coach and you're going to get your one shot as head coach and you think the one guy that is special might not even want to be here or might become a problem? I mean, who? who, who like, tell me the guy that really – like a young guy, like an up-and-coming guy. Tell me that guy who really wants that as his first job. Really? There's not better jobs out there on the market? Adam Gase? Uh, no. no, not first job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, last Ryan Schottenheimer. <laughs> hey, man, we appreciate you calling in. Thanks thanks for the insight on uh, Kellen Mond and everything else, and hope you have a great weekend, my friend. All right, thanks, guys. We'll see you. All right, we are going to take a quick break. We'll get into the rest of the NFL where good stuff is happening. Playoffs. We come back. The Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. Well, hello. To call into the HRNP listener line, dial 713-780-ESPN. Dial the phone. Looking to outsource your company's HR and payroll? Get the top initiative and smart solutions with HRP.net. 